you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. I have an unpopular opinion, and I'm interested to see how well this video ages, because maybe I just get nailed. I think that prompt engineering is not the wave of the future that everybody believes it to be. For the sake of the discussion, we'll first define terms. I took a semi-definition from Get Connected. The goal of prompt engineering is to control the output of the language model or AI tool by providing it with specific context, constraints, rules, and so on. Here's the problem from my perspective. There's a gold rush on prompt engineering. There's courses and training and books and videos. It's unbelievable to me how quickly all that crap came out, by the way. It's actually a marvel. Like, I'm impressed at us as, as a community. And marketers who are like just I mean talk about wow here's the issue prompt engineering is predicated on the idea that AI tools are simple and fallible and that's true for now the problem is 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 AI tools are also it this isn't something that we've ever encountered before and so the idea the concept of prompt engineering is based on a paradigm that looks at AI like software and AI is not software software doesn't allow for dynamic iterative and in many cases accretive growth. It's the real word that I want there. Compounding growth. These AI tools are learning and they're learning at record rates. It's unbelievable to see the improvements. Truly unbelievable. So, and these improvements are all being crowdsourced. That means that it's not just learning from you, it's learning from everybody and then taking what it's learned from everybody and then delivering for you. Every identifiable mistake any AI, AI ever makes with anyone only needs to be made once, ostensibly. Now, obviously there's gonna be some repetition and you might need to reach critical mass before it even acknowledges anything as, as a mistake. But what that means is as AI gets smarter, the need for specific context and constraints and rules becomes less necessary. Now, that doesn't mean that prompt engineering becomes less necessary. It means that the skill becomes less difficult it's like driving. Everybody needs to know how to drive, depending on where you live. But everybody in a drivable city needs to know how to drive. But as cars get easier to drive, that skill becomes less important and less valuable. And as AI becomes smarter, that skill becomes less valuable. And given at the, the speed at which it's already moving, which blows my mind, by the way, I think prompt engineering is headed for near-term obsolescence. That's the problem. It's not that we don't need prompts. It's that we don't need engineering. The engineering component of the prompt engineering construct is based off of the idea that the AI isn't going to be able to intuit what it is that you want. When in fact, that's more or less the reason the AI exists. We're not going to need, the AI is going to start prompting us. It's going to get so good. And, and in some instances too, some of the conversations I have with ChatGPT are not entirely just yet, but lean in the direction of equal prompting. In order for ChatGPT to deliver on what it is that I'm really asking, it requires clarity and it's actually asking for that clarity. And as it gets better at understanding from prompt to completion, this was the sequence of events. It's like Google's path to purchase. It knows like, oh, okay, this is what you're really asking and it will begin to engineer the prompts on your behalf. I'd like to make a soft landing and say that I still think that humanity's last bastion is creativity. We still need to offer the machine intent. And even for machines that can be creative, some of the imagery that Midjourney can come up with is unbelievable, but you have to ask for it. You have to ask for it. I want a water bottle that looks like the queen's face being poured out of the hand of a small nun in the sky on a hot air balloon at sunset over the ocean. 
And then the AI is like, boom, here you go. Almost instantly. It's amazing. But you have to come up with that. You have to come up with that. And what's interesting is that image that I'm looking for right now today probably would take some massaging and some prompt engineering. You might need to say like the sunset needs to be at this aperture and we need to put the imagery style or type or whatever. But again, over time, I think that prompt engineering is going to get less and less necessary as the AI mechanisms get more and more sophisticated. So, And again, I'm not saying that you don't need it. It's like Google search. I'm really good at searching on Google. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but there's like, there's nuances to search creativity and what words you use and how you use it and, and how familiar you are with the product. But I'd never make a living searching on Google better than others, right? Like I, maybe I'd get a little bit better at my job, but it's not this role that people are going to be hiring for. I feel the same way about prompt engineering. I'd be really careful about hanging your hat on that peg. I'd be interested in knowing what you think. Do you think this is going to be a real job? And it's unfair for you to say, let me just scaffold the argument a little bit. You can't say, well, yes, for software engineers. That's not what we're talking about. That's not prompt engineering anymore. That's software engineering using AI, right? The minute you say, well, yeah, it's going to be great for graphic design. Like a graphic designer is going to have to know prompt engineering. No, a graphic designer is going to have to know graphic design. That's different. Knowing this theme, this style, this color, this mix, this opacity, like that's not prompting, that's graphic design. So prompt engineering specifically and all the nomenclature and the semantics and the AI driven jargon, I don't think that becomes, I think that's doomed to fail as a role. The same way, I mean, if you look at some of the more basic and rudimentary forms of coding now, coding back in the day, man, you needed to know like syntax and now it's basic language and now you just need to know logic. So fight me in the comments. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Gossam here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.